Fraser House, your Christian music podcast extraordinaires. Yeah, I like that. Extraordinaire. Yeah, why not? You yeah. know, throw it out. I'm your host, Brandon Bailey. Yeah, and I'm Mike Rathke. Yeah. So again, you're welcome back to the Fraser House. This is episode two. Mm-hmm. Dude, we made it. We did it. We are on episode two. We got one in the can. One in the can, because we're music fans. Okay, you, I can, I can't, I promise I can rap. Yeah. Uh, but not right now. He can. Yeah, I've, I've heard it. I've witnessed it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not NF. I mean, I don't do it for a profession. Yeah. But, uh, but you could. I could. But I don't do it. Yeah. So anyhow, uh, Brandon Bailey, Mike Rathke here. This is the Praiser House. If you haven't subscribed for our podcast, we need you. Please subscribe and download. Download. That's right. That's the other yeah. piece. Yeah. Download. And subscribe and also hit the notification. Oh. Okay. That way. That way on, on YouTube. You know, if you're like, hey, I'm, I'm driving along, I'm driving along, ding. You're like, oh, hey, I got a notification. I'm gonna go check that out. Yeah. Later. Not while I'm driving, of course. But I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna watch that. And we're gonna try to give it to the audience. That's gonna be consistent. I mean, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna we work we, we we have other functions here at Praiser, but we are definitely gonna try to give this to you on Fridays. I think was the goal. Yeah, it was the goal. Yeah. So yeah. Fridays, it's you know, it's like everyone's had a long week. Ah, oh, you know, I'm driving home. Uh, well, yeah. Oh, the Praiser Podcast. Yeah. The Praiser House. Yeah, and you get that little notification, and it's like, oh, man, oh, this is just what I need to stop my weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, we need it. I mean, look, we go all week long, and it's sometimes, like, today's Friday. Yeah. It's hard sometimes for us to do this. Yeah. But we do it because we want to give God the glory, and we want to have fun yeah. through a Christian music podcast. And we want to reach out, and we want to hang out with our brothers and sisters, like our our, our podcast audience. Yeah. And, I and, mean, our Praiser audience. And we want to make people laugh yeah. and smile and be, and, and be encouraged. We might make you cry. Yeah, those are called spiritual punches, but not like a not like a mean cry. Not like no, just like you know, like an uplifting, passionate cry. Yeah, you know, like those are the good cries. Like, like man, this is like amazing. These, like, I feel great. Like that's kind of you know. Yeah, but I'm being serious. I know. So okay, well, look, this episode was all about just you know getting to know us. Look, yeah. this is gonna be a long ride together. Right. And that's one of the things. Like when, when we when we get into the like we're talking with people on our on our social media sites, like. You don't really get it. You don't really get to know who you're talking to. And True. so with the podcast, we, we really wanted to do that. We really wanted to have this opportunity to like, like, this is us. This is who we are. This is what we do in praise or behind the scenes. And like, just get to know us a little bit. I think it's important. We have so much more going on than just the praiser house. This is the praiser house. So thank you for supporting us. We really need your support. So please, again, yeah. one more time. I'm not going to do it many times after. You got to subscribe, okay? We need yeah. you. Your Our success is your success, and we need you involved, period. Yeah. Right? So... Um, this episode was more about getting to know the host, yeah. Mike Rathke and Brandon Bailey. Um, we're going to kick it back to Mike first, um, because we also want to talk about your music career um, beyond just the bios and what we do at Praiser. Yeah. But we want to start off like how we got to Praiser. There's there's a really amazing thing called God's Journey in all of us. For sure. And it's called yeah. Hills and Valleys, and Torn Wells has a great song that talks, I mean, it's it's about as clear as day. I mean, there's other songs out there. You know, yeah. Tomlin's got one. I think Carrie Job's got one. I think everybody's got one. Everyone's got one. <laughs> because it's it's scripture, right? Yeah. Hills and valleys, you yeah. know. But at the same time, you and I got here not just because we graduated college and then we're like, hey, we're gonna get apply for Praiser. Praiser didn't exist. Right. Praiser was founded in 2016, really got underway in 20 early 2017. Yeah. And where it's at now, it's like unbelievable. And before we go too far, I just want people to know that uh, Praiser is a Christian music streaming platform. And the Praiser House, this, the podcast, is a Christian music podcast right. that talks we're gonna interview music artists. 
we're going to talk to people that are in the that are Christians or of faith that maybe even not just directly to music, but it's music entertainment related. Yeah, and it talks about stories of success and failure and all these wonderful yeah. things. It cuts into the, the human experience of a of a Christian in whatever entertainment yes. like line they're in. Yeah, and, and yeah. it cuts it's, it gives the story behind the scenes because everybody can like read the lyrics yeah. and they can see like oh it's Torn Wells or it's you know it's Gary Job or it's right. Riley Clemens or it's Mike Rathke uh, or it's Aaron Cole whoever yeah. you know but we really want to tell that story but I think what's really important is that we we're going to be talking so I don't want people to be like well who's that guy who's right. this guy so Mike look you come from a really humble beginning. You know, and I want people to understand that because it didn't come by just chance that you landed here. Yeah. There's a really amazing story that's come from your life, even my life. Yeah. We've both been what they call broke as a joke. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and we've yeah. had both had successes as yeah. well. And then getting here, it's just like, wow, we're two years in together and I'm so grateful to work with you and be a brother outside yeah. of work, you yeah, know, as a, sure. be- a best friend to me. And I hope it's all, yeah, yeah, always the same totally. for you. I mean, I think we were hanging out doing music at your house one night, and it was like, oh, we're just going to hang out, you know, like 10, 30, 12, whatever. It's like 3.30 in the morning, <laughs> we're still doing music stuff. Yeah. It's like, that's our life, Yeah, you know? It was good. It was really great. We got to talk to your kids that night. Yeah. It was really cool. We probably kept up way past their bedtime. Yeah, for sure. For but sure. it was a weekend, so, you know. Yeah, it was okay. A little, it'll slide once in a while. <laughs> but look, talk to, about your home beginnings. Where are you from, man? Uh, well, I'm from uh, Emporia, Kansas. Okay. Huge town, smack dab between Kansas City and Wichita. <laughs> It's where you go through when you're going to somewhere. <laughs> nice. But, uh, yeah. I was born and raised there. I, I uh, grew up in a little trailer court three miles outside of town. Kind of a, we called it the dirty bird. <laughs> dirty bird. I love it. We had a dirty bird, but it was a guy back home. <laughs> <laughs> he might he might be there now. <laughs> yeah. He landed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I grew up there and uh, uh, left home pretty early. Uh, yeah. we, we talked about this, but I, I left home about... Uh, Technically, I was around 10 or 11, but for good, left home at 12, age 12, and couch surfed through junior high and high school. And, yeah. um, you know, I didn't really know the Lord. I, I knew the Lord early, um, but I didn't really follow after him. It was just kind of like I, nobody I knew was doing that, but I, I had an early relationship with him. And even when I was out in the weeds, like he was always he was always steering the ship and keeping me from making a too big of a fool of myself. And so, it's almost like an omnipresence around it is. you. And it's like an aura, but you don't understand it yet. Yeah, yeah. Like I had an understanding and I knew that there were things I was doing that I shouldn't be, but he never let me fall off the deep end. And, and I'm grateful for that, you know. But I finally, you know, 19, I found, I I, I, I knew he was calling me to something bigger and than just like, yeah, I said my prayer at night, you know, God forgive me for all the dumb things I did. Like I knew he was calling me for more than that and, and sure. he wanted me to just to follow him. And so... 19, I, I just said, okay, God, I'll, I'll follow you. And that's where it started. And from then it was kind of a journey over the past, you know, 15, 20 years. I, yeah. I you know, I got involved in music, got involved in worship with my church, home church back in Kansas at Life Church is a, you know, a great time there. And then went to Christ for the Nations in Dallas and then uh, eventually ended up in Oregon leading worship for a church and just outside of Portland. And, uh, and then that brought me to here. You know, I, I went to George Fox. I was just to say, you were, yeah. you were, you was your alma mater? George Fox University. I went to their Very film and great communications. School. Great school. Yeah. yeah. Well known. Yeah. And so, uh, right around that, the time I was graduating, I heard about Praiser and, uh, I wrote up, wrote the CEO email, just blind email. Coloring outside the lines. <laughs> yeah, That's what up. he told me. That's what he told you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and he's like, he's <laughs> like, we'll tell that story later. Yeah. He's like, oh, all right, come on down. So. 
You know, there's there's a lot more to the details of that whole story, but that's sure. in a nutshell. Yeah, how I got here. Well, I got to ask you. So, you know, we always talk about like, well, you and I have had these sidebar conversations. Like, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. Yeah, you know, and and for the audience listening, I mean, everyone we're human beings, right? Like. There's no cutting, like, we all bleed the same color. Like, yeah. we don't see, you know, that whole thing right. on the outside. We we don't judge books by its cover. Um, we see the heart. We see yeah. the soul and the mind. And we love people. And you know me, I like to get to know people. We, I think we joke when we, we travel. Mike and I have gone to Nashville and other places. And we he always like, dude, we get out of the car and he's like, dude, how did... How do you know like the, where he's from? How many kids he has? What's the first yeah. name? When were they born? Blah, blah blah. And I like, I just, dude, I just love people, you know. Yeah. And one thing you I, got that gift. That's that's a true well, gift. I mean, call you know. Thank it, you. It I is guess. a gift. I mean, it is. But I, I gen, it's genuine. You know, I really right. do love the heart and soul of people, yeah. and um, I love the way they think. You know, I like want to know what's in their brain. And so, yeah. um, look, you have like an amazing mom and dad, and I know they're no longer with us, yeah. but I know they're so proud of you. Yeah. <sighs> See, guys, I told you in episode one, we'd get spiritual punches. Yeah. And it's already happening. And uh, you can see it. It's it's real. I mean, look, look into my eyes. Um, yeah. Your mother went to amazing school. Will you just talk, talk about that? Yeah. Yeah, my mom was uh, uh, Juilliard. She went to Juilliard for school of dance. She was in the ballet. And wow. um, my earliest memories of her, I was probably three, I think, three or four. And she was teaching a ballet class for kids. And I just remember... We were in some kind of an upstairs studio with hardwood floors, and she was teaching it, and we were all just these little tykes running around following her doing, I don't know, ballet stuff, you know? (laughs) But uh, like little, and yeah, but she was, you know, and I didn't, you know, I didn't know until I was probably, oh, I don't know, 17, 18, 19, what Juilliard was, like how, how, how cool of an honor that was. Sure. You know, and so, and by the way, I've never heard this story. This is new for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, we know each other pretty well. Yeah. So, um, but I, I found out later, you know, and then my sister has some pictures of her when she was in the school of dance and with her ballet leotards and all that. Cool. Like, and it's like, oh my gosh, like she was a legit ballerina, you know? Yeah. And, um, like the one that like when they dance, like they're, I mean, I'm not, she, I mean, literally on her toes, the tips of her toes. Oh, but, and then flying like, yeah. like they're little angels. They can like fly through the air. Yeah. I was so lucky that mom took us, you know, I'll get into it, but you know, took us to ballet growing up and I had to do ballet like young. Yeah. Dude, that, that's like a serious sport. For sure, yeah. I mean, Emmett it's, Smith, a famous NFL player, and a lot of the running backs, mm-hmm. they do ballet to be more agile on the field. Yeah. Your mom was like so skilled. Yeah, she was. She yeah. was. She was. She, she and, was doing it. And we know Mike, uh, you'll get to know Mike here more because we're going to talk to you about, you know, your your background in music. Well, obviously you said you're worship leader, but about your record process and us, you know, going through yeah. Nashville and all these amazing singing opportunities and record productions. Um, but you're, you told me that your mom had a beautiful voice. Yeah, she did. You did. always remembered that. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I was really young, I, my mom always sang. Like she just, she was always just singing in the house. And uh, so cool. She has this. There, she had this really like just a really great soprano voice. And when I hear um, Cynthia Clausen, okay, she was a kind of a classic CCM yeah. worship artist. But there's a song when I first came to praise her. Actually, I heard. Uh, it was a song by Cynthia Clausen. It was an acapella song of "Oh Lord, I love you, Lord." Okay. And when I heard that, man, dude, that first day, I was just like on the job, and I'm listening to this song, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, that sounds just like my mom." Oh wow. Yeah, dude, it was. Was that a spiritual punch? It, day? it really was. Like I, I just, I, I probably listened to it like fifty because my mom, she died when I was seventeen. I'm forty. 
42, 42. 42. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I had to think about it a minute. Young 42. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> but, um, you know, so to hear that, it was almost like I heard my mom's voice again. And I'm like, man, I just, and it really made me remember and, and, and realize just how awesome of a gift I had as a really young kid to hear that my mom's singing these worship songs and these old hymns throughout yeah. this, this trailer we lived in, you know, cause and you're a war and you, and you yeah. sing in Christian music and the faith had no idea that was going to happen though. But it's like, think of that. Yeah. You look back on, you know, God puts things in your life and, you know, childhood is, is in, in our, me and my brothers and sisters was not very good as a kid, but like, yep. even in those times, God puts in those, those elements to, Amen. to spur you on and to, to give you the tools you need to, to do what God's wired you to do. And I mean, my sister's another example. She's a nurse. My mom was a nurse. And it's like, you just, he gives you what you need to, to be able to fulfill what your, your, your mission is in life. Dude, his, he's omnipresent. Yeah. Like it's omnidirectional. It's infinite it's omnipresent and i think what's so cool you've told me about this about your mom like growing up and and i know things were unstable but your story is so cool like it's so unique because it doesn't matter like what your you know like your race or like where you come from and like like people say class like i, I think it's so ridiculous but you know we're no, geographically yeah there's always going to be like some de facto like things sure. that kind of you know maybe measure by society standards of like, what is it going to be a challenge for this person? Yeah. Or what is a struggle? Or what is an up, like an advantage, you know, yeah. the other opposite side of the spectrum? You were an exemplary, like, person. Like, you 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 define this, this amazing ability to, like, overcome, yeah. you know? And I know it's not alone. I know it's with God's grace. Yeah. And the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. And I think what's really cool is that you were able to take on what you heard as a young boy, and turn it into what you, your mother was singing worship songs, mine. Yeah. And she was an artist and a performer. Yeah. You are an artist, a writer, yeah. and a performer in worship music. Right. How yeah. amazing. And you're so handy. You know, we did this studio together mm. and I followed your lead. You were you you're the master brain on this and making this whole thing come together. Your father, he was yeah. a custom home builder. Yeah, he built homes, yeah. Very cool. Yep. And born, it's so cool because there's a big age difference. There is, yeah. But I think it's cool because I'm an old soul. I, I like to say that, yeah. you know. I've come yeah. from like a long line of dirt farmers and military. And uh, I always love like sitting, you know, we talk about, um, what's the show we love? Uh, old black and white show. Oh, uh, Andy Griffith. Yeah, I used to sit with granddad yeah. and listen to that show. And yep. and to, to, to hear the stories that you, and there's tapes. You got to tell them about this. Yeah. But for the stories you told me about your father and the age and the what year, yeah. you, got, you got to get into this. This is amazing yeah. stuff. I, I met my dad, my, my biological dad, when I was uh, 19. And uh, so right around the time I got saved and met my father in heaven, I met my my biological father. It's pretty cool, you know? Hey, God, remember you taught me this? Yeah. God's timing is impeccable. Yeah. And I never even thought of that until just this moment. But wow, no kidding. Yeah. But um, yeah, my dad he uh he was born in he was born in 1919. So he wow. he lived through the depression and um he he passed and he he loved the Lord, but he's in he's in heaven now. And, Amen. He he uh. He saw a lot in his day. You know, you think about it. He was born in 1919. His earliest memories were going to church in a horse and buggy. He went to wow. a, to an old, you know, Lutheran church in Opie, Kansas. That, you know, like that. Can you imagine, dude? Yeah. How cool would that be? Yeah. Do you, you like call? Well, you don't call me up. You like send a pigeon. Is that what right, you do? Right. And then the pigeon lands at my house, and you're like. Hey boy, come on down here. Down we're, going. we're gonna slaughter some hogs. Come on. <laughs> I'm picking you up on the horse and buggy. <laughs> but it's cool to think about that, you know. To he, I got old pictures and I showed you some. Yeah, of yeah, them. they're great. They're on great a, pictures. On the farm and like they're on an al upcoming album, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like, um, anyway, so he saw a lot and great dude. But um, 
I don't remember where we were going with that. Well, just that, that it's it's great to know, like you know, our background. Yeah. You know, oh yeah. And just yeah. who we are yeah. and what we've done, and and it's taken you here, and you know, your role at Praiser. I mean, um, just so everyone knows, you know, our audience listening, whether you're watching at home or you're listening on audio, uh, Mike and I work together. Yeah. And um, you know, in my capacity, I serve as vice president of Praiser, and Praiser is a, a Christian music streaming platform, and I yeah. got to give Praiser a plug because that's our main sponsor. Yeah. And you know what Praiser is, everybody? It's a music streaming platform, and you can find all your favorite Christian music. Yeah. On an app. Yeah. Like right there on one platform, or you can go to the website Praiser.com and then sign in or sign up. It's free. There's no ads, but you got to do it now. Yeah. Because we are going interactive. We have the app that you're going to be on demand. Search for music, create a playlist, share on social media, skip, forward, loop, shuffle, whatever you want to do, right? And you got to do it now. But if you go to praiser.com, you can sign up and use or sign in. If you're an existing user, we love you. Thank you for following us. You can go into our, you know, your old credentials. Uh, sorry, sign in using your old credentials. Yeah. Launch the web player. Listen to it. But if you pre-register and you sign for a premium plan, guess what? You get a free month. First month's free. Yeah. Get involved. Yeah, come on. There's, there's no reason not to. So you know, Mike and I work together. Yeah, you were talking about uh, um, the uh, the praiser. You were talking about, and it made me think about the first day that you came on the scene. Oh, you remember, okay. you remember that? Yeah, it was uh, two years ago. Two well, years just ago. over two years ago. Yeah, you know, that October, was, September, October. I remember you came around the corner with our CEO, and he's like, "Hey, this is your new vice president." I'm like, "All right." Let's. How's it going? Yeah. <laughs> like, but like, it it was cool. I, I I instantly knew you were a cool guy. Like, I just I just got a. Oh, thanks. He's, he's a mean. this is a good dude. This is a good dude. But like you you have a you have a huge background of music. Like uh, you have a yes. like tell like, our audience needs to know like what you because like you got a lot of cool stories. You got a lot of oh, cool man. You got a lot of cool history. It's funny because I mean. I mean, are we talking? Are we telling ages? I guess. Yeah, I I did, so it's only fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to say that you know, on the Praiser House, this podcast, it's a Christian music podcast, right? Yeah. And you know, there's a lot of Christian music podcasts out there, and people are probably like, "Well, why do I want to listen to the Praiser House?" Look, we have fun. Yeah. Like we're as real as it gets. You know, we we're we're not afraid to tell our story. I've got a good friend in the entertainment space by the name of Mark Marrow. Uh, most people might know Mark Mara as a professional WF, WWF wrestler, WWE. Yeah, I remembered him as a kid. He was Johnny B. Bad. Johnny B. Bad was one of his names. Yeah. yeah. And um, I met him because I was working with a young talent in Orlando, Florida. And I'll get into kind of like, you know, yeah. my background here as we, we dive right in. Um, but, you know, he, he, he tells an amazing story. And um, he came to Christ because he almost committed suicide. Yeah. And when he was about to pull the trigger, he saw a flash of what, you know, Hades looked like, you know, yeah. hell. And yeah. said, I don't want to be there. And God says, come with me. There's more to do than to do this. And now he's, he's, so, oh my he's, gosh, man, you hear this guy talk and it's, well, it's like we were talking about in the last episode, like your heart burns within you. Cause you know, that guy's like, uh, yeah. he loves Jesus. And it's like, it's no, no, like putting on some kind of veneer, like, ah, I'm a Christian. It's like genuine. It's like solid yeah. 100% loves Jesus. Absolutely loves Jesus. And, you know, he's the number one, um, number one motivator, motivational speaker for, for yeah. youth in the country. Yep. Um, he's been well over 10,000 locations yeah. um, getting and his stories. Like, you know, I, I told our audience, uh, I said it briefly, they may not have heard it. If they've heard it in the first episode, then they only heard it just the words here in this episode. And it was a spiritual punch. And when yeah. I, I, I say it to the team all the time, a spiritual punch to me is like, I'm talking about like our love for the Lord or like our passion for music and the things we're doing. And like, we're like we just hit a milestone. We're like, yes, man. Like we worked so hard for this. Like, look, we're in, we're doing what we were called to do and it's winning. Like we're yeah. winning. Like we, we've already won. Yeah. You know, cause we know who went on the cross. Right. 
but we but we're winning in what he's called us to do on earth. Yeah. And so what happens a lot of times, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we I'm sure we have a wide range of audience, is that I called I I call it this thing called a spiritual punch. It's like I'll be talking to Mike. It happened today. Yeah. We were listening to a song uh, in my office, and we were going to do a planning session, yeah. like a ra- a recap of the week and a planning session. And I was like, look, we got music in the background. We're talking music. We're planning. We're winning. We're we're doing this on social media. Blah blah blah. And like I just it, it it overwhelms you, and you start to welt up in your eyes, and you're about to cry, and you're like, ah, oh. yeah. Like, and that, you guys know it. In fact, I think it even makes you guys well warm and fuzzy. Probably, <laughs> I think you cried one day. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's it's interesting. So you know, my background is I'm a fourth generation native to the state of Florida, and I love that. Yeah. You know, I'm proud to be a Floridian, American citizen first and foremost, and a citizen of heaven. Um, that's that's a big deal for me, and and so. I grew up in the central part of the state. Um, you know, a young kid, my, my parents were married for almost 20 years, and uh, I grew up in a little town called Eustis, Florida, mm-hmm. um, but born in Orlando and raised about 45 minutes northwest of there. It's a lot like where we live. We live in Vero Beach, Florida. Mm-hmm. I love Vero. It's a good town. Yeah, and as a salty Florida kid, you know, grew up, I was I was diving at 12 years old. Dad was big into that, and um, I'm grateful for that because I still love it. I have a huge passion for anything in, on, or below the water surface. Yeah. That's the old line. Yeah. And, um, you know, growing up in that town, it, it's a small town. It's like Vero, 35,000 people. And I was that kid growing up that, like, I thought I was a good singer, and I was not a good singer. And uh, I would, like, scream, like, Whitney Houston. You know, like, <laughs> like, eight years my brother was like, shut up. Would you just <laughs> shut up? And, and I wouldn't shut up because I knew it was a great song and yeah. I was going to emulate, <laughs> yeah. you know. But I wasn't a woman and I couldn't sing Whitney Houston's level. <laughs> um, but I, I grew up with a passion for music. I remember as an early age, um, my parents, my dad's a financial advisor for 40 years, and my mother was an interior designer and an art major. So she went to school for African art history and French fiber arts. And um, my father is a University of Florida grad uh, in journalism, believe it or not, a media guy. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell this quick part of the story. Um, when he was in college at University of Florida, this is in the late 60s and 70s, he met Janis Joplin, Earth, Wind & Fire, um, early Almond Joys, which became the Almond Brothers. Yeah. He worked in a fraternity that would work for the student government services, and they would set up the concerts for Gator Grad, which is an annual student concert. Big production. It's on the Florida football field and everything. And so if you're a Gator fan out there, go Gators. We're a 40-year booster Bailey family. You know it. <laughs> Let's win that Heisman, Kyle Trask. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, Dad graduated in 72 with a journalism major and wanted to work in finance. But what he really wanted to do, Mike, I found this out later after I started what I'm about to get into. He wanted to be a national concert promoter. Yeah. Never knew it. Here you I, go. Yeah, and so, and I'm not a national concert promoter. No, but it's in that same vein. Same vein, music like industry. The the dream and the and the passion and the fire for that music industry that was in your father. Yeah, it, it went on to you, and you kind of kicked against the goads to get into that. It has. It was a struggle, and I want to make sure I plug Jesus Christ in my life because um, I I had some really. F- you know, small town, a lot of your friends are diverse. Like everyone's like the banker's son, the the farmer's son, the mm-hmm. pastor's son or daughter. You don't want to exclude women than this. And that my good friend Todd Haymans, who's a pastor today, um, his father, his late father was a pastor locally. Um, 
and they were a Baptist church, big, big, big Baptist church. I mean, a big, big, you know, what would be kind of the non-denominational today. And the power team came in. If for those of you old enough to remember the power I team, remember the power team, former athletes, yeah. you know, professional level and college collegiate, yeah. uh, and they would like run through like blocks of ice and rip a yeah. phone book in half. And, yeah. But it was they were on fire for Christ. Their mm-hmm. mission, they were doing the oohs and the ahs to to tell you their story and yeah. how they came to Christ. And I dedicated my life that day. Uh, I had grew up in an Episcopal church, and I was an altar boy and all these things. It was just a. It was just, you had to. Yeah. You know, if you're not down at, at the at the car at nine thirty on Sunday, you're you're going like you are. Yeah. You know, and that's how I was raised. But then that was a powerful message for me. But I went up to the altar and I said the Lord's prayer and I was saved. But then I went back into the reception hall where you're supposed to like meet and greet and stuff. And I was like this little kid, 12, 13 years old. And I was like, I'm lost. I'm lost. I'm lost. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of like faded, you yeah. know. And I didn't pursue really hard studies in high school and. All these things, I got lost in my ways, you know, partying and all this craziness. Well, I get out and um, my dad grew me for business. So I went into business. uh, You know, early on, I'd done some paramilitary, which was like EMT, firefighting. And then I got hurt really bad. And I was like, well, God's moving me in a different direction. I went into commercial sales and did really well in the commercial sales industry. But I realized like three years in, you know, I'm talking like, you know, 1,200 sales reps. You're like number three in the country. I was not number one, but I was in the top 10. And I realized I was so miserable, Mike. I was like, something's missing. Something's missing from that childhood of like singing these songs. I can remember boxing at 13, 15, 16 years old and listening to Wu-Tang Clan. And I know it's hard hip hop from New York and they curse and I got, and I get it. That was back in the day. But it was an influence of all these, Kenny G. I mean, all these different influences led me to quitting my sales job, which was stable. Yeah. (laughs) Like young 23 year old kid. And I quit it, and I said, I want to be in the entertainment industry. Yeah. My dad thought I was crazy. My mom thought I was crazy. Yeah. Everyone around me thought I was crazy. So I quit my job, and I started something called 2B Entertainment. still around. We still, we still run the show. Yep. And uh, it's a management company, artist management company. I said, if I can't be on stage, then I can be next to the artist, helping them be the best on stage. Yeah. And that's how I got into the industry. And it's awesome, because there's a lot of things that, like people just don't know about the music industry. Like sure, I, like I knew nothing. Like coming into what we what we ended up doing, but like your insight and your knowledge and and how to maneuver through those waters. Like you need somebody that knows how to do that. It's and, very difficult, and that and that is a gift. And I and I know you know it, but for the people that are listening, like. That's a gift that you need in somebody. If you're going to be doing something in music, you need somebody that knows those waters because you don't just go off and like, yep, I'm going to go out and I'm going to conquer the world <laughs> with this album because you, what's going to happen is you're going to go and you're going to go. And you'll sink. Yeah. And the thing was that it was in 2007 and eight, And I think what's really cool about it is that the, the reason I tell the story of like the musical influences growing up and then my father grooming me for business and my mother being an art major and like my mother brought us around the world, like not around the world, around the world, but she brought us to Europe and she let us know that we all bleed the same color. And like there was a very f- cool balance like that, because like in music, there's a lot of culture yeah. and diversity. So my mom like helped influence. My dad did, too. My dad's mm-hmm. a man of diversity, but he was on the business side, you know? So having that early sales and business development thing was like really cool because it kind of gave me like this thing about like know how to network, how to like build business, you know, how to structure things. And, and that was a big help, but I only had like a, like one degree of like one year of college underneath me. And so I kind of like, like I kind of was did like the scooter Braun thing. Didn't know he did this till later. Uh, scooter Braun is Justin Bieber's manager. And later in life, I'd find out that one of our artists is sampled on a Justin Bieber song. And that, that was a really, that's kind of full circle. Um, 
but it brought me to uh, launch this company, and then I ended up taking a job in simulation training for a couple of years to take some time off to get some more income in. And then I went back home. I said, you know what, Brandon, if you're going to do this, you're going to go back to school and get a degree in music business. And originally I was going to go to Belmont. So for all you Belmont grads, you know, great school in Nashville. Um, but it wasn't, it didn't feel right. Yeah. And I grew up a Red Sox fan because dad had a client who took us to late Winter Haven. They used to play in Winter Haven, the team, for spring training. Mm -hmm. And so I applied at Berkeley, uh, Berkeley College of Music in Boston. And uh, they let this knucklehead in. And I got in and I finished with a undergraduate degree in music business, a bachelor's degree. And um, the rest has been history. And along the way, I've been very fortunate to work for people who are not known. And I've worked for people who have platinum award-winning records, Grammy award records, Doves. Um, and it's been, really, it's been a really neat journey. And yeah. um, I never thought I was going to work in ministry yeah. a day in my life, ever. And um, my ex... Uh, at the time, was looking to come to Vero Beach to work in nonprofit, and that's another story. It's part of my testimony, and um, I saw this opportunity to work for Praiser, and um, I, I, and this is the coloring outside the lines. Yeah. I went onto LinkedIn. I use it quite often, and I found the CEO, and I said, "Hey, I'm you know really interested in this thing." He says, "Well, you're coloring outside the lines. Get back in line." Yeah. And I said, "Yes, sir. Yes, sir." And it's how I was raised. And um, look, I, I came in. It was just natural. Yeah. It was a natural fit, and here we are two years later. Uh, I continue to operate in the secular space and faith-based through my management company. Yeah. I represent and work with you in a lot of areas. Um, I'll give her a shout because she's been a godsend to my family and my my business. Her name is Ino J. She's a legendary R&B star, uh, a faith-based girl, and her, her husband um, is the keyboardist right now for uh, uh, Rhett Thomas. Rhett Thomas, yeah. And so he just played at the CMAs yeah. uh, Sunday night. Yeah. He was on TV and everything. It was great. I'm so proud of them. And um, we've been around the world on tour together, and um, it's just been a blessing. And then, uh, you know, hey, along the way, as we're building this business, I applied for my Master of Arts in Music Business at Berkeley. They let me back in. Yeah. I just got to finish. This is like uh, you're glutton for punishment. So, like, you know, just... Dr. Harrington, please be easy on me. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I just ask you to give me some grace. <laughs> you know, your music business law class is very tough, and I admire you, and I, I respect yeah. you. Um, so yeah, no, it's been a full blessing, Mike. And that's, that's where I'm at. Yeah. And so we work together and you work as, tell us about what you do, man. You, you work, you oversee all of our music streaming process, yeah. our curation, our ingestion, our A&R pro. I mean, you got a big role. It's big. I mean, it, I mean, yeah, I mean, we're a small team. So that's the thing is that we are all doing big roles because we're all doing well, multiple sure, roles. But Hey, but the work is there. It is. There's plenty to do. Um, yeah, I, I'm, so I, I'm the, I guess I oversee the the streaming part of praise. He doesn't guess. He does. No, I mean, I guess if I, I what I do no. But it, yeah, so we got thirty six genres. Or at at this point, if you get into praiser now, you can experience this early days of praiser because they're 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 moving on to better days. Fast, fast, moving quickly. Like, wait, hold on. So, Mike, just sorry, real quick there. Two, two, dude. People don't realize, like, like, hey, what do you do in two years? Okay, we're not even to an Olympic cycle. Yeah, like, the, the, right, like, dude. The Olympics yeah. has not even cycled back. Right. Yeah. Two years. Two years, and we're flipping. The, we're gonna flip the bed over and we're gonna make a new bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It's 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 awesome, man. It's it's exciting. Yeah. There's there's good things ahead. There is, and a lot of people don't know it. I mean, Praiser is not just a music streaming platform. Um, when my boss hired me, when he said, I, I want you to go, I want you to run hard, and I want you to work for God's kingdom on earth, 
but I want to diversify our portfolio. I said, sir, yes, sir, I know the business from an artist management mostly, but I had interfaced with so many people, the agents of the world, the labels of the world, the publishers, um, the publicist. I mean, there's so many there's so many moving parts in the music business. Mm-hmm. It is a tough business. Yeah. You know, it's one thing to like, and I commend all the people who have these, you know, have this work. Um, first, it's it's a blessing to have a job yeah. and have the capacity to do it. And then two, it's it's really, you know, convenient for those. I think it's convenient. They may say it's not, but, you know, a plumber or a banker or, you know, the services industry or product-driven markets that are in every market, there's always work there. The music business does not always work. Yeah. You have to make it. Right. And um, you have to do that on all those other jobs, too. I'm not, I'm not, like, you know, discrediting that. But the music business is a very, very, very tough business. Yeah. There's a very small margin of people. And those small margin of people, that two, three, five hundred, maybe a thousand artists that are well known, yeah, they make money and they do well and they're successful. Don't think it comes without a bunch of crap. Yeah. And for the, everyone underneath that, there's another like ten to twenty million who are making nothing. Yeah. Making nothing. And it really makes you evaluate why you do what you do. Because if, you love it. Exactly. I, I heard a there's a there's a and I told you the story, but there's this um I'd never heard of them before. There's a kind of a f- indie folk couple. They're called a uh, Jim and oh stink. I shouldn't even mention it because I don't know the name. <laughs> Jim and Sam. I think it's Jim and Sam. Jim and Sam. Okay. They're great. I don't know them. They're awesome. Really great. What genre are they in? It's it's like folk. Okay. Yeah. By the but, way, Mike. Everyone, so you know, Mike kills it. Singer songwriter. We're gonna get into this soon here in a minute. But yeah. amazing folk rock. Pop, not pop. Sorry, ah, singer, <laughs> coffee house. Okay, whatever. I messed it all up. Scratch that. Post yeah. edit. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But he, he was talking, uh, William Fitzsimmons was interviewing him on his IG account, and I just kind of happened to catch it. And he said, what's the difference between, William asked him, he says, what's the difference between selling out, being successful, or being a failure in the music business? He's like, is there is it a dollar amount? Like, what is successful? And he was right. like, and uh, the guy says, well, I'll tell you. He says, your um, success is passion. Failure is lack of passion. Selling out is pretending to have passion. Oh, I was like, Oh my goodness! That is the most genius thing I've ever heard in my life. And for our audience, there, look, I know, excuse me, I know that our audience, there's some young young songwriters, um, creators, musicians. I know there are because we've talked to them, and I know they're listening because they told us they're going to support this. Mm -hmm. Say that one more time for them because I've been in the music business for a while, and like you know, I have made nothing, dude. I was so broke one time trying to make this. I had, I had my best friend at the time tell me that I was going to fail and that this is a hobby. I need to get a yeah. job. Right. And yeah. that week I had $20 and I, I know I'm sorry, I don't do anymore, but I smoked cigarettes back then and I bought a pack of cigarettes and like $5 sandwiches yeah. from Wendy's. Yeah. And that's all I had to eat for a week. I didn't tell my father. He was crying the end of the week when I told him I, I, cause I didn't ask for money. Yeah. And he's helped me at times, you know, when I've been very strapped with nothing, mm-hmm. But th- th- like those are those moments that like either yeah. make you or break you. Yeah. yeah. And I decided that I wasn't going to give up probably because I'm a stubborn Irish kid. Yeah. But I also have such a love and passion. So please give that to our yeah. audience because for you creators out there, I really want you to know that if you want to do this, there is room for you. Don't yeah. think that as the lower tier part of the industry that you right. can't make it. And you'll probably want to come on to Four Core Music, which is our our global music distribution company. Yeah. So please, please. Yeah, but I mean, cause so it's like it's like why why do you do what you do? And that that was kind of the heart of what William was asking these guys, uh, Jim and Sam. He says, because um, at one point they're like, you know, you, we we we've gone through the years of struggling, and there's a really cool documentary that they just put out. You can watch it on Apple Music, I think. Um, 
and I, I, I haven't watched it yet, but I'm, I'm planning to. Um, but they, it follows their, they said, you know what, let's just go out. This couple said, let's just go out for a year yeah. and do a concert every day anywhere and like there you see him playing in front of like a cigar shop or something like it is anywhere wherever and they no one's play. even listening no one's even listening but it's like they said you know what let's just give it all just do it all in and, yeah and so they so with that in mind for the question william says what well, what is what is success what is failure what is selling out because sure. he says like you know at point some at some point you're like man why don't we just write the pop song and get it over with let's yeah get it on the radio write the ballad make money off of it but it's like they want to stay true to their self and so he says well what is success and he says Success is passion, failure is lack of passion, and selling out is pretending to have passion. It's it's so brilliant. I mean, I, yeah, that if those aren't words of encouragement and real identity to the music industry or any, not even the music industry, other things. Yeah, and like you and I talked about this, we actually did a dry run for the podcast, and not just one, we did many. And one of them, we had um, a, a guy who had been really involved in his church here, and we had said like. Those that the, that mixture, like when you can define those three elements, or not even those three elements, but just define that process. Yeah, just get involved. Like just do. Just like, doing it. We yeah. had a young artist on the phone today. Just today talking with him. Yeah. And I said, I said, look, don't don't think like, okay, there's where I want to be in ten years. Now I do believe in Rockefeller habits. It's a book out there. It's like, okay, focus on the thirty day, the sixty day, and your thirty day vision. Yeah. So as you go through the next thirty days, you're on your thirty days of action, sixty days of planning, but you're focused on the thirty years. Yeah. But guess what? You're not going like, hey, thirty years go back, and I got to have all these things to get there. Right. You're not going to be able to pay for the things at twenty years that you can afford in twenty years. Right. You have to do. Yeah. And like, I know Nike, like, just do it. I know it's cliche or whatever, but it's reality. Yeah. Like, you come out of the Patriots, like the players come out and says they slap this thing. It says like, do your job, mm-hmm. you know, just just do, and let this take over and give it to him, yeah, and let him work through you. Right. That's a big deal for sure. It works, yeah. Like it's, and I'm being serious, like yeah. like you know, we laugh and we joke about stuff and we we laugh, we cry, we hug, we high five, we might sing some songs together. <laughs> uh, but the end of the day is like, just do that. Yeah. You know, let's yeah. move into that. So like, you know, I, we both have this, that, so everyone gets to know, like, you know, that's who you are. This is, we are your host, Brandon Bailey, Mike Rathke. This is the Praiser House. And the mid kind of stamp here, shameless plug is subscribe. Yep. You know, please just Hit. subscribe. Yep. Hit that notification. And, uh, Come along for the journey. And we got was, cool stuff. And you mentioned something else too about video because we're not just going to be sitting uh, idly on audio. Hence yeah. the cameras around us. You know, this is yeah. a team effort. I mean, there's, you can hear this on audio. We'll have it on, available on audio platforms. But all, your, all the major, yeah, online. yeah. But but if you like, you know, you like like the Joe Rogan type experience where you can sit and watch it on YouTube. Yeah, dude, go on to YouTube, fi- find Praiser. Hit subscribe, hit the notification bell, so that you're you're, you're going to get those notifications and have something to look forward to for your weekend. <laughs> for your weekend, and we're not going to turn off the comments. You know, a lot of people are like, "Oh, turn the comments, guys, off." Turn it no, off. No, we want to talk with people. We yeah. want to hear that dialogue. And I'm going to be honest. Like, every the, haters are going to hate. Yeah. And lovers are going to love. You know, and cheerleaders are going to cheer. Like, you know, there's those kind of like whatever things. And trolls are going to troll. <laughs> the trolls are going to troll. <laughs> um, I, I care about you. I love you, but we're not going to be distracted on our mission. Yeah. We are called to work for his kingdom. This is the Praiser House. So let's move right on to the next segment here. Look, you and I got to work together um, in a capacity as like when when our CEO said, hey, Brandon, I know you have this idea and I want to be in the music label side of things. And I asked him, I said, well, what's a label today? We decided that we would 
create something what I know is an aggregator and a hybrid label. And we're launching that. It's called Four Core Music. Yeah. And Four Core Music for our audience out there, the young creators, the songwriters, the musicians. Look, we don't we don't just take like if you stand. I'm a Christian music artist. Well, obviously the door is revolving. Come on in. Yeah. But we're also going to leave that door open for the artists who are who are aligned in Jesus, you know, in, in Christian faith, but also may not say I'm a Christian music artist, right? Yeah, like 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 NF. Yeah, or like you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a Christian and I build houses. I'm a Christian house builder. Yeah, I mean, what is that? Music mean? is the only thing we do that. Yeah, we like. Why? I'm a Christian I mean, like, baker. I mean, it's like I'm a Christian and I bake cakes. Yeah, I'm a Christian and I write music. I'm a Christian baker. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's just weird. Like, it, like, why do we do that? Like, well, look, I, I think it's important to always give God the glory. Yeah, you know, for sure. But it doesn't have to like be labeled. And, and there's has, sorry. Well, no, no, you don't have to apologize. Oh, we're having a good diet. We're having a great conversation. I think there's a little bit of there can even be some dangers of saying like I'm a Christian banker. You know, I'm a Christian. You know, because then you're you're putting that before you like. Ah, uh, there's I'm putting. You know, there's actually a little bit of a warning from Scripture for that. It's like taking the name of the Lord in vain. It's not saying yes, it's yes. not talking about cussing. Yeah. It's talking about it's talking about using God's name in an, in a wrong way. Right. And if you're using God's name in front of your label of what you do, whether it's music or whatever, yes. If you're doing that to try to gain validity in what you're doing, Amen. you're using God's name incorrectly. Yeah. And yeah. is it like is there a Christian audit process? Like, right. like, does that come in play? Well, look, we, we created this this music dis, a digital music distribution because there are there is people out. I mean, you can go and be a TuneCore, uh, you know, client. You can be a CD Baby, Ditto, DistroKid. Yeah, I'm labeling them all out there. I'm not a, I'm not afraid or ashamed. I, I know these people. I have friends there. I, I I've worked with them. I, I have distribution through some of these uh, yeah. profiles or platforms. We wanted to create our own, and the reason we want to create it is because we are completely connected to the Christian music industry. And also the secular industry, and we welcome all of those artists. And look, there's no pulling away or discrediting our our dear dear friends at the Gospel Music Association, yeah. the Christian Festival Association, and all of those that support the function of the music business, the technical production, touring, live publicity agent, you name it. Like, get it, got it. I'm a manager, right? That's what I do. But my my role at Praiser is an executive of a Christian music group, right? So we created this platform. It's going to be available. We don't know the date, probably mid to late December. It's going to be epic, man. Yeah. You're going to be able to go on and release your music globally on day one and be on every platform. Yeah. Okay. And then there's another level. If you're moving, you got some traction. We believe in you. You want to believe in us. You actually want to work your tail off. We're going to work our tail off. We have a la carte artist services. We can help boost your career. Yeah. And then there's the other part, which gets into this last part. And this might take us a couple of minutes to get through this. But Mike Rathke, ladies and gentlemen, is the first artist signed to our Christian label. Yeah. And that's really cool. Like, it's really cool. Yeah. I get to use all my skill sets I've developed in artist management, all of the knowledge I have from Berkeley, both from an undergrad and a graduate degree, and all of the years of working experience in, that mu- in the music business to help empower Mike. Yeah. And it's been a blessing. It's been awesome. You've killed yeah. it. Yeah. You have how many songs in the tank un- unreleased? Like 150? Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. Don't be shy. <laughs> I, I don't actually know. Uh, it, it, I kind of always throwing stuff in the tank, but it's, yeah. 
Yeah, it's somewhere around there. Well, let's talk quickly about Dawning Fire, and I know we're going to wrap up because we've got amazing episode three. I don't even know who we have on schedule, but we have some amazing people. We do. Can you jump on that real fast? Who we got in, in the tank? Yeah. Uh, well, we, we've been in contact with Eric Marshall from Young Oceans. Yep. Uh, oh, what a great young band. Dude. Like, I, no, no, no pun intended there, yeah. but like young like band? Yeah. Whoa. Oh, my goodness. Oh, and, they're moving. And and the and the music that they're putting out is like, it's just so creative. Tasteful. It's so, it's so man. I, 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 yeah, I really, yeah, yeah. No, I can spend an, an hour talking about it. It's an episode. It. So it's it's like, an episode. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, Jeremy Schaefer from Earth Groans. Dude. What, uh, hold on. Can we say it real quick together? Yeah. The mustache. mustache. <laughs> <laughs> if there's any metalheads. Mustache, you a question. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> uh, we've, we've even got some comedians in, in, the, in the tank. Yeah. Uh, we can, got, I, can I jump on a couple? Yeah. Uh, so backstage, I know him. Don't know him well. I mean, he, we, we've crossed paths a few times. Uh, Torn Wells. So yeah. he was involved. So Torn. I know you started a podcast, but okay. And you can invite us on too. Yeah, for you know, sure. I'm looking right at you, Torin. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, Riley Clemens. Yeah, she was going to do involved in a appraiser session, um, scheduled with COVID. You know the whole thing. We didn't get a date with her, but she said yeah. she was in verbally. She looked me in the eyes backstage at yep. the Devil Ward. She goes, "I'm in." Yep. So we're going to be on her. We're trying to get Jim Caviezel. If yeah. anyone knows Jim Caviezel. If anyone knows Jim, have him give us a call. We yeah. want to talk about, dude, he's just a cool, he's, he's a he, solid, solid dude. Like Anointed. He's another, like, he's what, you're, when you hear that, like, that guy knows Jesus. He knows yeah. Jesus. Like, it's 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 good to have. So, you know, and yeah. I know I've said it a couple of times, and everyone hates me for doing this, but there's a reason this podcast exists, and we're having fun with it. So please get involved with us. You know what to do. You know what buttons to hit. You know what, you know how to click and, and stay in tune with us. But so Mike and I, um, we just, when we, with the, with the four core music, we decided that we were going to distribute a record. We, we did an EP, help produce that. I was so, thank you for inviting me to pr- help produce that yeah, record with you. For sure. And I brought in my dear friend, a uh, former guitarist of Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Uh, he's worked with a plethora of artists, A-list artists. Yeah. Um, one of his projects he worked on, he was an engineer for, um, for Stan Lynch, which was the former drummer of Tom Petty, yeah. who's gone into a producing role in his last 10 years. And he did Don Henley's last album. Well, not last album, but an album before. Yeah. And so he has a, a, a high, high level of production yeah. credits. And I brought him in on the job and said, hey, would you do this? And he's like, well, you know, Brandon, I'm really busy. And I was like, Billy, you always tell me you're really busy. And Billy just is up the road from us. And um, I want to say this real thing. I, I've always been um, big about giving back to community. Mm-hmm. So like Young Minds, you know, like the school. So um, my company has a partnership with UCF. And I've done, I'm doing that now for Praiser with Berkeley and uh, lo- our local colleges, Indian River, uh, you know, um, yeah. Belmont, UCF. And 2B Entertainment has a um, direct relationship with University of Central Florida. And I was invited to speak to the kids as part of the leadership circle, kind of educate them on the music business, right? So I did that, you know. And then I brought in a few of my friends in the industry, Will Hunt from Evanescence, the drummer. Uh, and that's where I first met Billy. Yeah. And it was a few years back. And we just hit it off. I mean, we had so many projects in the pipe. And we work together today, still to this day. And we brought him in. And so we had this album called the Dawn, or EP, The Dawning Fire. And for our audience, we went up to Nashville and we recorded at the Sound Emporium. Juanita yeah. and her team, oh, they're so great. Yeah. And we had some of the best players. Some of these players played with Carrie Underwood, Raylon Montaigne. Yep. Um, God, the, the list goes yeah. on and on. But tell us about that experience. Oh, yeah, man. It was awesome. Uh, Sound Emporium. So, like, because I, like, I had done a couple albums, like just home recording things. Yeah. But to, to go into a, like a, an actual legit studio, like at that level, the, the Sound Emporium was 
phenomenal. Like, it's an A-list studio. I think yeah. right before we got there, Trisha Yearwood was in. Yeah. Um, Willie Nelson's been in that booth. John Mayer was coming. He was on schedule about a month yeah. later. Yeah, the... Uh, um, oh, Brother, Where Art Thou yeah, soundtrack oh, was recorded there. Robert Plant and... Um, Allison Krauss did their album there. I mean, really, there's really, just tons. I mean, you could go on all day. The sound there is ridiculous. Yeah, it really is. And and the in the in the staff there, like super. I mean, just, Zach Zach. Like, yeah, Zach, great guy, and like um, Berkeley guy. Yeah, and 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 they they they're really good at what they do, and just super like. I don't want to say accommodating because I don't sometimes has a negative, but like they're just they want to, they want you to succeed. They want Surely, you, so they 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 give you their all yeah. in, in the time that you're there. It was, it was just an awesome experience. So I begged you. <laughs> here we go, spiritual punch, right? <laughs> I begged you to do one cover. Yeah, um, and I, I don't know if I begged you, but I was I pushed because I when I first came to work at Praiser, we did worship here, you know, with the team, mm-hmm. and we'll move along because I know we've got to wrap up our episode. But it was very important to say these last couple of things, because I want people to know that God is front and center you know, in all our lives. Um, we fall, we fail, we ha- make mistakes, but we, we, we constantly are trying to be the best we can. Yeah. Um, so Mike had written these beautiful songs for this EP, um, The Dawning Fire, Rain Forevermore, One Taste, The Dawning Fire, which is the lead track yeah. of the album, or the EP. And then I asked him to, to cover... Oh Lord, you're beautiful yeah. by the late Keith Green. Yeah. I had never heard of Keith Green before I started working here. People are like, What? You yeah. know, like who's you this? You never guy? heard of Elvis Presley? What? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean you never watched The Wizard of Oz? <laughs> um <laughs> yeah. and but Mike played this song acoustically in our local worship. And I'm like, I came up to him after I was like, Hey man, um, I've never heard of that song. Um, who is that by? And you're like, That's Keith Green. And I was like, Who's Keith Green? And I was like, but it, look, it evolved into a be a beautiful story. Yeah, and I just love the song. I love the song, and I, Keith Green, I love you. God rest your soul. You are an amazing inspiration to so many people. Had a He's beautiful family. One of my heroes. I mean, amazing. Yeah. And I, I have to be honest. I, I like your version of the song better. It does. It's not to take discredit from his song, but I love your version. Mm. So will you tell them about you walking in that studio and being saved and how that kind of comes to play? Yeah. And then the connection of the people who came and visit us that were sh- telling me about their ministry yeah. and, and they wanted to visit me, yeah, and, yeah. or us, I should say, excuse me. And that, that whole thing is so yes. magical. So it, was, it was like we, we, we went in there, flew up to Nashville. Um, I woke up in the morning in the hotel and I look at my phone and I see, you know, Facebook does your stories and says like four years ago you posted this. And four years before on, on that day, I had posted and said, uh, this on this day, 14 years ago, I said, okay, Jesus, I'll follow you. Or no, it was 18 years ago. Yeah, yeah, it was 18 years ago. I said, okay, Jesus, I'll follow you. And so I was like, oh, wow, that's, oh, wow, that's today. I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh, wait a minute. I'm going into the studio today. I'm like, so on that day, it was 22 years that I had, I had started, started following Christ. I wow. thought, man, that's just so awesome. God, so I just kind of, I just kind of laid there for a little while and was just like, Lord, thank you. That, I mean, that, that was awesome. You know, it could have been any day of the week, but any day of the year, but you ordained that this day would be the day I stepped foot into a studio, yeah. an actual studio, you know. So, And something you taught me, I have to say this, that um, no matter what happens in your life, hills, valleys, in between, yeah, God's timing is impeccable. Yeah. Impeccable. Yeah. And I think you got a spiritual punch. Spiritual punch, ladies and gentlemen, is when you get an emotional response yeah. to Jesus working in you. Yeah. And you working in your passion. So, yeah. 
And that was it. I mean, so we, we went into the studio and we recorded the, the four songs. We were going to record, like, we had two songs. We were like, we're going to do Every Era and The Dawning Fire. Oh, Every Era. I must and if we, if we have time, we'll, we'll try to do these other ones, you know. But we're, these are the two we're going for, you know. <laughs> and we got in there and it's like, we just, we, we those, those guys are so pro. And it's like, yeah, we, yeah. we just blew right through them and we had time to re- record all five of them. So we recorded those. Um, and then on the last day, the next day, which was the 28th, Jan- June, no. Yeah, June twenty eighth. Yep. Yeah, June twenty eighth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 went in. We finished all the tracking, and uh, we go back to the hotel. And some friends of the ministry they come by, and um, we showed him the Oh Lord, you're beautiful. And he starts crying. Yeah, we we show it to him, and he's like, "Man, that's awesome," you know. And we're talking about it, and he goes back. We go back to the hotel, and he sends you a text, and he says, "Hey, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, and but he sends you this text, and it's a it's another. I think it was another Facebook post. Yeah, because." Um, his name's Dominic, and yeah. he has a uh, children's music ministry in Nashville. Yeah. Um, and he just got off the ground, him and his wife, and they're so proud about it. You know, young young couple, really beautiful couple. Mm-hmm. And um, when he's when he's in there, I was like, hey, this is Oh Lord, You're Beautiful. No, I didn't say that. I just said, hey, this is the song. And he heard the first couple of notes, and he starts getting emotional. And I said, what? What's what, everything okay? And she she goes, this is his favorite song of all time. Yeah. And I was like, wow. And yeah, and so then he texts me because like, we stayed in touch. Yeah. We want to support his ministry. Yeah. And we obviously support your record. And he texts me, and it was a Facebook post of a gentleman that he was mentored by in his ministry back home, like where he grew up, who, in Texas, uh-huh. who knew who actually worked for Keith Green. And he worked for Keith Green's ministry. Yeah. And he had posted, he said, on this day. Yeah. Yeah. On this day. And I, and I can't remember the, the full body of the text. Well, goes, it so. said, it said on this day, like we walk out, like, so we're all pumped yeah. up. Guys, yeah. Look, for the young artists and for you experienced artists too, there's nothing more for people who like us, music creators and you know people who work in industry directly, who absolutely love it's, I don't want to say it's a drug for us, yeah. but it's a, it's like an endorphin release for us when we're in studio and we finish a project and we're like, thank you, thanks be to God. Yeah. We, this was an, emo- and we were high. We're like, we're like on the cloud nine. We're, we're about to go to dinner and I get this thing and it, it dings in and it, it's a text message, but it's a picture of a Facebook post. Yeah. And the gentleman who'd worked with Keith Green in his ministry had said, on this day, Oh, no, he said, thank you, Keith Green, for all the things you taught me and all the blessings you gave my family to work for your ministry. And I'm forever rest in peace on this day you died. Yeah, yeah. So many years ago. Yeah, and it was and it was the, the day that we finished tracking his song. It was, so, the, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. I want you to hear this. This is yeah. a God moment. This is the Jesus signature, as our boss would say. Yeah. And it's that the day that Mike records the vocals for Oh, Lord, You're Beautiful was on the anniversary of Keith Green's death. Yeah. Yeah, it does. You can't so, make that up. Yeah, and um, it doesn't make especially because like he, he he's always been like Keith has always been like somebody that I just like man. He, he, you listen to his music and it's so it's so passionate, so convicting, and so, so like real. Just, just genuine. Yeah, like I've just I've always really appreciated Keith Green, and so it was just an awesome experience to have have the Lord like you know put that in on the table that day like, absolutely and, and what he's doing and and you know I've, I've always thanked um you know rick about what we do and his wife susan our you know who also works at our ministry for empowering us yeah you know just to be so i'm so thankful he yeah rick and susan become like a father and a mother to me yep um and they know it and um we have been able to do so many things because of their empowerment yep. um you know from a financial means a commercial means and saying brandon Use that brain of yours. Yeah. Use that experience. Use that passionate heart of yours. Use those hands and, and, and help the team be empowered. Go. Just yeah. kill it. 
And we have. You know, we, we just we just do it. We show up. We work hard. Uh, we one foot in front of the other. We give God the glory, and we let him figure it out. You know, I was sitting here talking about things um, to myself getting ready one morning, and there was this obstacle in the way. And I said, Lord, I know where to go, who to f- talk to, and all of this, but I don't know who's going to do it yeah. with me on this. Yeah. But I said, you already figured it out. And that's a big thing. So I want to give Mike a shout out. Um, go to Mike Rathke music.com r-a-t-h-k-e m-i-k-e r-a-t-h-k-e music.com mike yeah. rathke music.com uh sign up for his newsletter uh he performed out at grace fest last year we wish he would have performed this year he would have been there with a full band but covid displaced that entire festival sure did um you'll be back on the road next year you had um, an opportunity to go play at the gma not the doves but to play at their conference um, many other creation fests. You were on, you were on uh, the billing for creation fest. So the guys, the guys moving. Um, he was on our appraiser sessions. His music videos have hundreds of thousands. Uh, one of them has got a million views every era. Uh, we give shout out to Matt who flew up with us to videography yeah. the whole entire thing. And you're killing it. I'm so proud of you. Um, we've been in press articles uh, around the world, um, the Vatican to UK to Australia. You've been on Rima uh, for radio interviews in Australia. You've been on interviews across the country. I know I've helped you with that, but I'm just get, I'm empowering you and get out of your way. Yeah. And um, it, it it can't be without the grace of God. Yep. And His plan for you. Yeah, and I'm so proud of you, man. I'm I'm proud. I'm proud to be uh, a part of this because it's like yeah. it's just one small piece of the puzzle, you know. Yep. I mean, we're 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 a small team, and when we're, we're all running after after the same thing, and yeah. that's just to glorify God, Amen. And, and and encourage His people. Yeah, and so, but what? And I want to emphasize one thing. This is just the beginning for you. Yeah. You know, it's cool because like Raylon Montaigne, one of my favorite artists of all yeah, time. Me too. Yeah, man, Joe, I just bought his vinyl today. I know. On lunch, I, I told my, I text my boss, I said, hey, I'm going to do an early lunch. I got to go run an errand. So I, I had a couple of minutes, so I swung by. I'll give him a shout out. Wax Records, Wax records. here. Yeah, dude, this guy is awesome. Yeah. And uh, in here in Little Vero Beach. And so I went and I bought, you know, um, one of Ray's albums and Jolene's on there. I can't wait to play it tonight, of course, going to enjoy that. Um but this is the beginning for Mike Rathke, and it's been a huge wave. It's been a, just a tsunami of effort and and um, and really response. People love you. Um, you can check his interview out from the Dove Awards one on one last year on the Praiser YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, but go to his website. You know, download his music. It's on it's it's on Praiser. It's on Spotify. All those things. Yeah. Um, the Dawning Fire EP. Uh, you'll love every era. We brought in so many pieces. Yeah. Um, and and also to make sure that you. Um, you check out what's coming next. So if you mm-hmm. subscribe to his newsletter, you'll get the updates yeah. um, ongoing with your music. Um, and check out his YouTube page. Your God, your Instagram man is blowing up. Yeah, it's doing all right. Doing all right. <laughs> I think he's already almost at twenty five thousand followers. I don't measure success by followers on Instagram, yeah. but that's that means that a lot of people are paying attention to you, sir. Yeah. And one other thing about that, uh, because Mike Rathke is signed to the Praiser label. There's an opportunity and success story for other artists out there that maybe aren't getting the attention from other labels. Um, we want to hear your music. Yeah. So definitely. you're like, well, that's amazing. I, I want to be heard. So what you do if you're a music artist, singer, songwriter, musician, um, even a composer, go to meet. Get, open your email, media at praiser.com. Yeah. Media at praiser.com. Email us, send us a demo, send us your resume, send us an EPK, send us a one sheet. If you don't know what a one sheet is, that's fine. It's basically a, a one page of an EPK, an electronic press kit. Send us a website link. I don't care. 
send us something, get involved with Praiser, download the app, subscribe for our podcast. This is the Praiser House. Yes. The Praiser House. Praiser House. It's, uh, it's been an honor, sir. It's a very nice house. It's a very nice house. <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed this episode. It's yeah. been a blessing to be here with you, Mike, today. Likewise, man. And we got plenty more coming down the pike. Our, our next show, we're going to have an interview with an awesome guest, and we're not going to give it away today. No. You're just going to have to come back. you got to come back. But this Maybe is going to be... mustache. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. <laughs> and if you don't know that reference, then you need to go back and watch this episode or the previous one. Because, But, listen, yeah, we got some great shows coming up, and I'm, I'm really excited about getting into the nuts and bolts of those conversations. Yeah, I am too. And it's funny because we have so many other duties here at Prancer. And this is the one Let's thing... Let's just throw a podcast production. Why not? Just... I know. I was talking to our boss and I, I said, I said, hey, you know, the podcasting is like, how's that going to pull you away from the other things? I said, I'm going to make it happen. Yeah. So look, we're here at an hour. We, we love you all. We're praying for you. If you ever need just a word of encouragement and you don't have music and you just want to say, hey, get on our social media, send us uh, your work at media at We love you. This is the Praiser House. Subscribe and we're out. Later. Thank you.